Cultured vibes for the night. Yes. 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 If you see yes. somebody in the house with your eye on them, okay. Hold them close. Don't mm. let them go. Some smooth, smooth flows, smooth beats. I like Abby, that. It's not everyday essence. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. You know, it's other Afrobeat. Yes. Who's that by? Oxlade and Tronic music. I never heard about. I think I've heard of Oxlade, but not Tronic. I think this, these are like you know newer people trying yeah. to do stuff. This is on my um, Apple Music Afrobeats workout playlist. Okay, I enjoy it. I like that. It's really smooth. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, 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 guys. How you guys doing? This is Damio, and I am Erica Mona, and this is Cross Culture. We're back again with another episode. How back you again. Doing? Back to back remix. Tell a friend. How you doing, Dami? I'm doing great. I am blessed. Amen. I How like are that. you? I'm well. I thank God. I'm thank God. You know, I'm thinking like down the years. We should do an episode with you know checking in. I guess almost the end of the year and stuff. I'll be checking now. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. It's just like, wow, time is flying. It's gonna be 2022. So it's almost your birthday. True, true. It is. It is. It's so crazy how much in a year. I know, right? right? Like so, so many things happen in one year. But we thank God for life. That's the more, the most important things with everything that's going on in the world right now. We thank God for life. So, Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the topics all right um erica actually brought it in um kind of on the note that we do want to start on with everything going on in the world today um so you guys know we like to give you guys a little bit of global news and there's been so much happening in the world and we want to take the time to highlight all these things let's start in lebanon 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 is currently facing a devastating financial and economic collapse Lebanon's two biggest power stations, which together provide 40% of the country's electricity, shut down last Friday. Mm. There was a major earthquake that hit Haiti. Mm -hmm. An earthquake with a 7.2 magnitude recently hit the island of Haiti. This country has endured so much political turbulence, because you guys remember we spoke about their uh, president being assassinated and everything happening with that. Foreign meddling, a humanitarian crisis, and now this devastating earthquake, which has left more than 300 people dead and many missing and displaced. Um, What we've heard this week is the Taliban is back. The Taliban recently seized the country's um, second largest city, Afghanistan's second largest city, Qadar, and now thousands who fled their hometown for safety in Kabul live in fear as the Taliban close in on the capital. With little to access to food or safety, a heartbreaking humanitarian crisis continues to take place. Um, And just to pause on this for a little bit, uh, a big issue Two that a lot of people may or may not understand. So this is kind of like the result of the 20-year war that started with George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, if you all remember when the Taliban, um, you know, had the terrorist attack, that was the Taliban. So, you know, the U.S. infiltrated Afghanistan, overthrew the Taliban supposedly, and have been there fighting this war against them for Afghanistan, have been spelling, spending trillions of dollars to train the Afghan army. Um, well, now there has been talks, as we know, of America pulling out of Afghanistan. 
Um, and the Taliban, you know, I guess they knew what was tea and they came and stormed the city. Um, so there's a lot of concern about what's going to happen to women in this time. Yeah, this is really affecting women and children. Many of them have been displaced. Uh, you see images of them, you know, everyone trying to hop on a plane. You know, they're trying to leave their countries. So now questions are like, what countries, uh, you know, are going to accept them? You know, where are they going to go to? Um, it's just so much going on in the world right now. Like, with all the countries that you've mentioned, many people are going to be displaced. Many people are going to lose their homes, lose their lives. Even Haiti. I feel like Haiti has been getting it back to back, back to back to back. To back. Yeah. And, you know, they don't have, they don't never catch a break to really recover from the first incident to the next incident. And, you know, and then to have this another major earthquake. I feel like they're still recovering from the earthquake that yeah, happened in, like, 07 exactly, or something. Yeah, exactly, because that was super major. Yeah. You know, and Haiti's already a poor country. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's just quite sad. And their president, didn't they shoot, you know, kill their president too? Yeah. Um, so it is quite sad, you know. So if you are able to rest your head on your bed tonight, okay, and you don't, you know, you're not thinking about, you know, where you're going to get your next meal or things like that, you should really just thank God, thank your stars, thank whatever whatever it is, just thank God that you're not in that position. Because I can't imagine your whole country is literally in flames. You know, like, exactly. where do you go? Where do you go from there? Where, where? It's just, yeah, it just really, again, makes you rethink this immigrant conversation that we have so much because, you know, these people are refugees. Their country yeah. clearly is uninhabitable. Yeah. So where else should they go? Yeah. You know, it's just crazy how um, countries and borders and all these things work. So our yeah. prayers are to everybody involved, um, everybody in all these countries from here to you know to the mediterranean there's a lot of wildfires happening in greece yeah. right now just to everywhere so we definitely are sending our prayers up to everybody and i just want to say something real quick because it's like you made it you know the point of you saying this whole immigration thing i feel like everyone would like to stay in their own country yeah you know what i'm saying like even as nigerians as our parents they're going back to nigeria now yeah but originally people would want to stay in their country of origin People are not that so thirsty to come to America right. for no reason. Like, exactly. I want to come to America and live the life and, and live the American dream. No, honey. People are living in their countries because their country is not a safe place. Exactly. You know, because there are no opportunities. You know, there's no place for them to grow with their family. So those people who are racist or against immigrants, it's like, come on, where's your humanity? Okay? Ah, but that's that. Speaking of racist, um, Lizzo, she has been getting a lot of racist and... Racist attacks and uh, fat phobic comments about her in generally. And yeah. this is something that she's been facing right since she came out. Yeah. But now it's just, it's becoming too much, you I know? I feel so. And, you know, she came out with her song Rumors and, you know, she put a video out of her crying, just saying it's too much. She can't mm -hmm. take it. I'm just going to read something that she tweeted. She said, loving yourself in a world that don't love you back takes an incredible amount of self-awareness. And a bullshit detector that can see through ass backward society standards. If you manage to love yourself today, I'm proud of you. If you haven't, I'm still proud of you. This shit hurts. Um, you know, she was saying like, yeah, normally she doesn't care, but like, after a while, you become super sensitive to it. You yeah. know, after a while, because you're human at the end of the day. As much as people say, oh, I don't give a fuck, I block the comments. One way, one how, it's gonna slip in. You're gonna hear. You're gonna read. You're gonna see what people are saying about you, especially you in the public eye. It's just sad. It's just like, girl, let the girl live. It just is like people are so upset that Lizzo loves herself. Yeah, and, and that really is like what bothers me the most because like everyone tries to make or the people who troll her try to make this argument that you know Lizzo begs for attention or How she so? asks for this, and I'm like Lizzo literally is in the same space that Saweetie is, that JT, Carisha, and them. When all of them be naked on the internet, yeah. when Cardi be strutting down her house in bikinis and Birkins, mm -hmm. she when, Cardi be naked. Yeah, it's it's not this. You know, this level of body shaming. Yeah. And I think for people to have called her a mammy is completely over the line. Let's talk about the term mammy. So mammy is a term that comes from, like, um, minstrel she shows. And it is kind of a, a stereotype based on african-american women mm -hmm. um this, this is the stereotype of basically the house made negro yeah um you know think like Aunt Aunt jemima, jemima. Uh -huh. yeah you know it's just the the house help 
um, you know, that that person. So to say, to call her a like mammy. Like the big mama of the house type of thing. <sighs> yeah, I think that. Like this is a flourishing a young lady that is in her 20s, yeah. okay? I think people are just upset to see that she's sexy, she's confident. And not even about the confidence thing, but she does look good. I think Lizzo is so beautiful and sexy. Like she, she looks good. I'm literally attracted to Lizzo. And it's like not even just because, you know, I be trying to unite with fat women or no shit. It's just like. I really think that Lizzo carries herself well. Like, and she has not disfa- denied the fact that, yeah, she knows she's fat. She knows she's a big woman. She carries herself well. Yeah. She doesn't try and act or be like, oh, I'm a skinny babe. or You know what I mean? Like, she stays true to herself, to exactly. her body. And that's what people are mad at. And there's been a lot of conversation now recently online about how, you know, even things like, things like this fuck up her bag, right? Because now we see Sweetie is doing a McDonald's meal. Imagine the outroar that would happen if Lizzo had a McDonald's meal. Yeah. And then let's even talk about Sweetie because we see the stuff she posts. We see the, the way she eats. Yes. Sweetie, she eats disgustingly, like, right? She disgusting. puts different type of combination of food like who puts Ranch hot Cheetos on spaghetti on with Cheetos. noodles and you know what I mean? Like who, who does those things? And hot like sauce that. and ugh. It's clearly unhealthy. Some that clearly hurt your stomach, but because she's slim and she's probably doing fat transfer upon fat transfer, okay? Nip and tuck, nip and tuck. Because if you look at her body, you could tell she's definitely had some nipples. She's enhanced. Yeah, very much. And tightened and snatched. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like, that's her. That's what she wants to do. But it's just, it's too much. I just, I would say as somebody that um, has started off bigger in my life and has been working very hard to get in shape and do all those type of things. I think people often underestimate and like don't understand how frustrating it is to have a label of unhealthiness and disgust put on you yeah. when it's like you're not doing anything that these skinny bitches don't do. Mm-hmm. If not worse, you know, because mm-hmm. Lizzo works out. Like Lizzo is on tour and plays the flute and does these things that require a high, high, stamina. high intensity, stamina, cardio, everything. Like, and to perform and dance and singing. And do all that, these that, things. That is not easy. And we sit here and watch these skinny girls have personality types off of eating junk food. Like, literal girls have blogs dedicated to eating sweets all day. Yeah. I could never. Yeah. I really could never. Yeah. And people don't understand that, like, to, to then find something that you're good at and you're successful at and still be dragged down for that one thing, yeah. it is going to hurt you. So I feel like people always try to make it seem like, girl, if you want to be fat, duh, we hear that. You can't be crying every time people call you fat. It's not the same as when somebody call you fat when you've gained 10 pounds, when it's like been your whole identity and you tried to fight against yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel bad for her. I, um, but I do like that, you know, Cardi B, uh, Missy Elliott, you send her a note. Cardi B also defended her on Twitter, even Offset. You know, made a comment. So I do, and I hope to see more celebrities to just kind of like support her through this. Yeah, like let Lizzo be great. She don't do nothing to nobody. Come on, she is a beautiful artistic. Like she, she has talent. And if she was light skinned this wouldn't be a thing either. If she was like mixed or Hispanic or something, because, it won't be as much. Because Tabria Majors, all those other plus size models, to be Tabria Majors and all these other plus size model Audrey, all these other plus size models do not get the same smoke. No, that Lizzo gets. No, no, for doing the exact same thing. So that's that on that. Um, all right. So let's transition on. Let's talk about. Amber Rose. We haven't talked to our good sis Amber Rose in a long time. And unfortunately, she came out this week on social media to announce that she's been being cheated on. So as you all know, she's had a relationship with producer A.E. for a while. And they have a beautiful son. I believe his name is Slash Electronic or something mm-hmm. like that. Electric. <laughs> Slash. Electronic. Girl, I'm sorry. Slash Electric. Uh-huh. Um, and he's a beautiful baby boy and all of that. So remember a couple months ago, Amber was on social media kind of saying the same thing. Remember, she slid into that girl's DM trying to ask her if she was texting a. Oh, really? You don't remember that when, like, the shade room showed that her texting this girl and the girl was like... This is the weird shit celebrity women be doing. Uh-huh. Like she basically put Amber out there, and Amber tried to like walk it back. Like I was just trying to ask girl to girl, whatever. So this week she came out admitting that she's sick and tired of being cheated on because evidently AE has been cheating on her with twelve women that she knows of. Yep, twelve women. 
So you tell me you've slept with twelve women while we are in this relationship that she knows of. That she knows of. That is disgusting. That shows complete lack of respect. Because, you know, not to say I definitely do not condone cheating, but I do believe there's a thing as respectfully cheating. Yeah, there you know is a, there's levels to cheating. You know, like, you know, doing your man thing, like, okay, you know, so you, you type that, you see a baby, and you really want to fuck her, but, like, you still have respect. I mean, if you cheat, you definitely, clearly you don't have enough respect for your right. woman. Right, no, but there's but levels to cheating. But you have a little respect, like, I don't want to find out because I yeah. don't want our feelings to be hurt. I don't want no woman to be bold enough to contact her. Nothing. I'm doing it complete under low. Ain't no evidence. Nothing could trace us back to this. And it's not an outrageous number of women. 12 G. And then he also did an interview because, you know, people interviewed and asked him questions. And he was like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, this is not my first time I've been caught. I've been caught before. Then they so acted casual, like, man. they were like, keep it a G. Is it only 12 women? And he started laughing. No. He was like, <laughs> he was like silent and then he started laughing. Ah, uh, he don't care about her. And he's, I mean, but he said that that's still his best friend. He just doesn't want to lie to himself because he knows the type of man that he is. But you knew that before you got with her. You knew that before you had a child. This is not a new behavior that just developed out of nowhere. He said he was trying. That's what he said. He said that he's been trying he's this like, whole time. like, I probably time. tried for like six got, months. Yeah, he's like, I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of trying to hide who I am. Damn. And you know, you see how toxic that even sounds? So let's talk about this because is he now, is this like, are we now trying to hide his true self? He's a, po- a polyamorist. Is he a polyamorist? I mean, clearly he is. That's because what he's I feel saying. like poly, poly is when you're in a relationship with many people. Wait, with more than one person, and mm. you guys are in agreement, this is a relationship that we have. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So I don't even want to put him that category anymore. Because it's not relationships. That's what okay. it is. He's promiscuous. He's okay. woman rapper. So you're saying that if it was like he was trying to commit to multiple people, like he was building connections, exactly. then he would be poly. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, he's not. He's, he's, but he's, he's just really a regular not. hoe. He's a hoe. Okay. He's a hoe. That's what they call women rapper that just like to wrap themselves around and do for women. It's just so disgusting to me to think that like you're not worried. Like you, STDs. I don't know. Yeah, like in it's the time of the coronavirus. And like yeah. you around this many people. Like so, it's just like you also don't for for him to say this is who I am. It shows that you really don't have self control. At this point, it's borderline sex addict. Yeah, I don't. To me, it's just kind of like I think that even for him to get on the interview and be laughing about it, and these other men encouraging him, this is again, it's going to sound repetitive, but this is what I mean when I'm like, men do not be holding men accountable. They don't, because that's that's ridiculous. Like even if he was going to do that, and y'all feel your way for y'all to be condoning it and laughing, knowing that Amber Rose is a public figure, knowing like I just feel that Amber Rose has already been through so much in relationships, and you can tell she's hurt for it. even make a whole post about it like i'm tired she's probably crying for weeks i feel really bad for her 12 women so it's just like you find one woman today then the next week it's another one the next week the next day it's another one it's another and i, I can't I mean, even deal with that and i'm just wondering how she's finding out too like is it that she's going through his phone you know you know is it that she's receiving messages she's receiving pictures you know, that alone will Girl. hurt your psyche as a woman, your confidence as a woman, because it's, it's going to make you question, like, why? It's one thing if he cheats one time, right? He has an affair one time. Like, okay, he found someone that he's super attracted to, right? But 12 women, it's like, wow, am I not enough? Am I just, I've, did I let myself go? Am I not attractive anymore? Do I not please him enough as a woman sexually for him to look for 12 other women for satisfaction? It's, Even if it's pleasure for two minutes, but it's still, you're outside. It just does make you wonder, right? Because there was a point in time where Amber Rose might have been an example of sexuality, of mm-hmm. like that sex symbol, what yeah. people want. You know, it's Amber Rose. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's Amber Rose. And to think that she going through this type of shit, where she can't keep her man, like, and Amber's a free, sexual, fluid person. You know, she strikes me as somebody that you could have just texted her to come to, mm-hmm. and she would have been down for it. So it just makes you really wonder, like, what is the culture of dating? It shows no matter how light-skinned you are, no matter how <laughs> nip and tuck, fat-ass, big titties you get, and you in shape, you know, and you have long, beautiful hair, what are, you got tattoos, you look like a body. If men want to cheat, they're going to cheat. Even if you're the most... I mean, Beyonce now. I, you know what I'm True. saying? She's seen as one of the most beautiful women, you know? True. If men want to cheat, they are going to cheat. It's they're nothing. If a man does not want to be kept, he's not going to be kept. Just because they can, they will. Okay. 
And that is super scary. It's sad. I feel bad for her. I really do. I really, really do. Because that's why she divorced uh, Wiz Khalifa now. Is that why she divorced? I never knew why. Cheated I, didn't, her. I didn't know that's why we're that's her why. Wiz divorced. We were married for a year and a half, and she said he was cheating. It's like, I don't want that in my marriage. And oh, that's why. Man. She was the one who fought for divorce. That's exactly why. No, that's sad, boy. It is sad, you know? So, poor girl. Amber really just trying to fall in love. She really is. She, You could tell, like, yeah, she had a moment of being, like, the hot babe and Instagram, whatever. But you could tell she she has gone to a stage of life where she really wants to settle down and be your mom. Yeah. And be your wife. And, you know, have a little business and just have family time. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. But this is a man. Men be disappointing, bro. Very. Uh, so Kylie, let's talk about Kylie. So the rumors out there where TMZ posted that Kylie is supposedly pregnant or allegedly pregnant with um, baby number two. Do you think it's true? I kind of hope it's true. Because, like, I want her mm, and Travis. You hope it's true? Yeah, like, I think her and Travis, you know, I'm not a fan of black men and white women, but <laughs> I, I do think that oh her God. and Travis... Um, fit each other and I think they genuinely care about each other and I think that it's you know it's completely different from her and Tyga so I think oh, it would yeah. be cute like I oh, think yeah. it's like you know they have a little family yeah you know I'm not against it I'm not against it I don't know if they're like I didn't know that they were back together they've I know been kind of like back, back. they've just been keeping it real like low 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 yeah I always forget that she's also still so young too I know she just turned 24 Wow. Like, just turned 24. I mean, but she's she a grown woman. She's a billionaire. Okay. You know, so she has a man, her, her girl. I wonder how she would carry this pregnancy, if it's going to be the same as right, the last secretive one. Right, secretive. Or, yeah, or it's going to be more open. It like, might be more open. I think for it to even come out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't think the Kardashian-Jenner clan, you know, I don't think many things are leaked. Especially when she was able to carry that first pregnancy so secretively. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this one, if it got leaked, they were semi-careless. Like, I don't think that she leaked it, but I don't think she's trying to, like, hide okay. it as okay. intentionally as the, other as one the first one. Okay, that makes sense. Well, congrats to them if that's to be the case. I mean, oh, yeah, like, congrats, yeah, you know. Yeah, like shit. That's just that on that. But, Okay. Um, let's talk about some Tiana and Iman since we on family stuff. So I watch their show, mm-hmm. Tiana and Iman. They have a new show on E. Um, and Junie's on there. And, you know, it's everything. I only watch one episode because I think it's like one episode. Um, How was it? I'll be honest. It's cute to see, but I, I don't feel like the show will last a long time. So that's not entertaining? I just feel like T- Tiana and Iman... They are an aesthetic couple. Like, they live on, you know, I think that they should just keep on social media. I think them continuously trying to have shows, I don't think the dynamic of their family or their lifestyle is captivating enough for me to watch it every week. So, you know, things like that make me question that, is it that we're so used to the drama with reality TV that we're like, oh, it's not juicy enough. It's no, not it's just catchy nothing enough. happening. What's an example of a decent family reality TV show? Okay, that didn't have, like, hella drama. That A family, yeah. Not, like, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Any TV show is going to have to have, a reality TV has to have, like, a staple of drama. It doesn't have to be, like, they fighting at the bar or whatever, like, loving hip-hop. But it has to be something, even if it's, like, oh, you know, we trying to get this event done in time and it was never done, you know what I'm saying? Like, something like that. And it just doesn't have anything. It's literally just, like... Oh, yeah, this is us. We're trying to make a little show for Junie. It's just like there's nothing that creates urgency that makes me want to continue to watch it. Well, a good show, Chrissy Knows Best. It's an E. I think E or Bravo. It's but a white family. Mm-hmm. And it's decent. I, I actually used to watch it. Like, every time I catch it, I catch it. And it's basically this, Um, I think they're in Atlanta. So, like, this southern white family, you know, it's mainly about the husband. And he's like... He's, like, flamboyant in a way. He has, like, four kids, and he has a granddaughter that's black. Oh. So he has, he gets all, like, you know, racist comments about that, but he's like, I'm not going to have my black granddaughter. Like, I want people to see her because she's part of the family. Right. I think her mom was, like, into drugs and stuff, and his son was also into drugs, something, some situation like mm-hmm. that. Um so it's a that's a decent you see what I'm show. saying that's already an interesting foundation. There's yeah, a little but it seems that there. the granddaughter even came in later. So he's oh. had the show before the, the granddaughter's might be like she's like a little kid, mm. but she came in later. So before the granddaughter came in, like they do have the little family dynamic, which or even 
the Kardashians? Like, before it became all of this, because, like, that all came as they became more famous. Yeah. But when the show first started, yeah. it was just, like, a kooky, fun family. Like, you were just watching family dynamics. It was yeah. just everybody had a character. It's like... I'm not going to lie. I did watch T.I. T.I. and fan, yeah, Friends. I liked it for a minute. It was I. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just think that with Tiani Mon. Again, it's so nuclear, too. Like, I don't think that they show enough. And, like, the people in their life is not that interesting either. Yeah. So it's just like, y'all just all regular-ass people. They're like so. the entourage. Exactly. And Tiana and herself and Iman and themselves are equally not super interesting celebrities to me. I think they're just <laughs> a- aesthetically pleasing. So, And Junie getting a little bad to me. I'm sorry to say. I think she, you know, it's like. Wait, so it's not cute? I think that people be mistaken bad behavior for cute like over sassiness and kids do not do not be cute to me i agree because what she tells her parents like she called them tiana and iman at first she said hey tiana and iman and they was like uh correct yourself and she was like huh hey mom and dad with y'all big old heads i said i want to pop time i'm sorry is she like five she's like four are you kidding me i definitely would have popped her a little bit like um junie yeah i think this is not where you'd be like oh she's I don't know what the word to describe because those, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, I just, I don't it's like. It's not like a sass. It's too much sassiness. It's, it's, it's attitude. attitude. It's rudeness. It's rudeness. Quite frankly. It's becoming it's like. Rudeness and disrespect. Ah, shag Ben now. Wow, you be calling talking to me like that. I'm for real. You be blowing me like. And no one is saying your child can't be bold and can't be fun and can have fun with you and yeah. say like funny things. But like the, the rolling of the eyes is a little bit too much. Yeah. It's like. It's not cute anymore. She be on there just saying anything. I'm like, y'all gonna think this funny until she get 10 and it's like she fast now. Yeah. Then y'all be calling kids fast. Yep, yep. Because yeah. it's like, now she thinks she grown. She don't got to do listen to you. She think it's a joke. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see. You know, I think it's something we should give a little more time. Yeah, we'll give it. I'll give it the season. Yeah, a season. But I don't see it having more than two seasons. Not really. Not really. All right, let's talk about OnlyFans. You know, OnlyFans kind of blew up during the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? People are making money off OnlyFans. Um, OnlyFans is a website with 130 million users and more than 2 million content creators. And it has actually become synonymous with pornography because that's yes. what has... Because, you know, I really thought OnlyFans was only about shaking ass, you know, no, selling ass I knew what it was supposed to be about, but know. it became famous because that's what people were making the most money selling yep so now they're saying only fans explicit content is going away simple nudity will still be allowed the company said as long as it compi- complies with the platform's other policies but the other like sexual acts on camera and stuff will be banned so now what what's what's gonna happen with people's money well you know what i have a problem with this only because I think too often in these tech spaces, similar with Clubhouse, um, they they get popularity off urban spaces and urban culture. Mm. And then as soon as they get a certain amount of cachet, they try to immediately dissociate. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah, granted, you know, I don't want to call pornography like urban court culture, but it definitely became famous from like, urban you know body girls and strippers like that that culture is what made it famous you know it wasn't even so you're saying black people made it famous black people made it famous okay. black people made it famous like Instagram um and, and i think that for you to take that away from that that demographic now that y'all have a little popularity because because what it does from my understanding is the reason they're even taking away the sexual content is because they're trying to get um bigger sponsorships and bigger donors but they don't want to donate with that stigma See, I think that, okay, maybe black people did, and the Instagram model stripper industry may be popular, but I don't think that they're the majority of the content creators, because even I'm on, like, some, like, mommy apps and stuff, mm-hmm. and they be white mommies that be like, hey, I'm, I have OnlyFans, or I'm trying to have... Yeah, no, it's like, it's a lot, and even with them saying OnlyFans, it's not about I'm trying to show mommy tips. Yeah. It's about I'm wanting to show my ass to have extra money, you right. know? So I do think that it's... Maybe black people didn't make it famous because of Instagram and the whole industry stuff, but I think... I don't, I, I'm not, I don't see it as them taking money from the urban. Like, that is like, oh, they're taking money from the urban demographic. No, not the urban. I'm not saying the urban demographic. I'm saying those sex workers that got on there, they're taking their money from them. I mean, yeah. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. they're the ones that made your site 
a household name. They did. Because wasn't nobody thinking about OnlyFans. No. Because OnlyFans was. That, that's what it was. It was basically like a, a smaller scale Patreon. Yeah. Where it's like, I have content, subscribe to my content, and pay for it. And like, y'all should have had this rules from the beginning. Y'all have if you let it fuck, get this far. They purposely let it get that far because yeah. that is what blew it up. I mean, that like, celebrities on there too, selling their asses. Tyga, all of them, like, yeah. it's real people on there doing stuff. So that's why I'm like, you guys let it get to a height. Yeah. And now you're saying the thing that got it to your height is no longer acceptable. So it's almost like you're showing false numbers to people because now you're saying we got this many content this many subscribers but what are they subscribing to yeah i mean that's what the man does you know that's what big company do but i I think it's like black people we we do have to start being more selective with what we endorse okay um and only selective in the case of like i think we got to like make it known that we are the ones that hold that power so as soon as we notice something is like Oh, y'all trying to get away from us. And maybe not. This is not, not necessarily to the OnlyFans. Only fans. Okay, because I'm trying to place their yeah. relation. Okay. Um, like, when something's trying to get away from us, we should all, like, collectively walk away. I think we did a good job with Clubhouse, right? Because once Clubhouse made it clear that oh, they weren't trying... to walked away from Clubhouse? Yeah, like, Clubhouse made it clear that they weren't trying to work with black creatives. Really? Yeah. Like, it was, like, a lot of different black brand ambassadors tried to work with Clubhouse, and they made it clear that that, that wasn't the partnerships they were trying to go for i did not know that um you know a lot of people tried to like you know partner for advertising and different type of things and they just they weren't trying to make those moves um because they really want to be known as like a tech urban space or whatever but it's like who made clubhouse pop yeah because the white kids were not talking about clubhouse they weren't i mean they did say clubhouse has been around but i think maybe was it one of those things that it was just I guess it was just things that was just really popular within a certain group of people, maybe like professionals of whatever. It was not popping. Really? Because it's like Clubhouse has been around for a hot minute. Yeah, it's been around, but it wasn't popping. Mm. It wasn't anything. You know what I'm saying? Anybody develop an app, it could be around for two, three years. Yes, before it gets popping. Before it gets, you know what I mean? And then it was like, it was because of our entertainers were the ones on there even doing that wasn't no fucking you know elon musk and them didn't even get on there until after 21 savage was keeping people up all night like yeah it was already happening so then for them to make it seem like "Eh, we're not really trying to be known as like a shade room space and this that and the other now you know now you're trying to divest so i say all this to say that i think that we all have to like be more careful with our sauce and also, you know, OnlyFans, they did say, so they're not, like, completely eliminating any sexual content. It's just simple nudity. So I think now y'all content creators need to be a little bit more creative. For sure. You know, you can't just be busted wide open. You know, maybe just do a little striptease, <laughs> a little commercial, and ask for your money. And this also shows that you need to have multiple streams of income. You cannot, hey... I get it, sex workers, but I didn't think you just cannot rely on your buddy to be your, your source of There's income. definitely been a lot of conversations um, in different creative spaces I've been in about having backup spaces for your media. Yeah. Be it your pictures and getting them, like, really in photo albums. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even how... People- I want to do that. Because I'm just like, what if my phone just act up and all my pictures are gone? Right. Like, what if one day it's a hack and can't nobody access their phone? Yeah, yeah. And that's it. And... Uh, all the you memories. Know, all your photos. I do want to get back into scrapbooking and stuff like that. Because my mom was a big photo album woman. Yeah. Um, and even, like, as creatives, like, our our um, resumes, right? Like, all these TikToks and Reels and all these things that people put out just on social media. Like, make sure you guys have your own websites, your own That's IP addresses, say. your own yeah. files. Because... I'm telling you, one day we'll wake up and Instagram going to be like, it's I mean, $50 a month for being on Instagram. Wasn't that last year that Instagram shut down for a little bit and everyone yeah. was like going crazy like, whoa. Yeah. And I, just, I truly page. think, like even MySpace, right? Like I think about like all of, half of my high school pictures are on MySpace and oh, I don't really? have none of them I pictures. never had MySpace. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. No, I have like met like from like spirit weeks and different stuff. It's mm. all on MySpace. And I be thinking like, damn, I don't have Can these you still, pictures. Does MySpace, MySpace does it still exist? Like, if you yeah, go to MySpace, yeah, but it's kind of like it depends. Like every every couple of years, I try to do it, but it's like I see that it's gotten rid of more and more and more of my stuff because the the website is changing. It's no longer like a social site. It looks like a blog site mm. or a music. Site. It's just certain shit that they're taking it's away. Not the same. It's not the same. So. 
them pictures from 0809 Spirit Week, they're not, they're not there. Yeah. Well, that's it, y'all. <laughs> not that's it, y'all. That's it, folks. No, but um, let's get into our Alodo and Care for the Culture before we talk about what we're going to talk about today. That was your Alodo of the Week, Dommy. Drop the beat. All right. So let's talk about our Alodo of the Week. Um, You know, last week we did an episode on education. So you know how important education is to us. This week we have an Alodo who really doesn't value education at all. So let's give him that drop before we talk about him. An Alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, goofass. All right, you guys. So this week's Olodo of the week is none other than baller franchise Lamelo Ball. So this week, Lamelo Ball was quoted in saying, "We don't need school." He had a GQ profile, and in this profile, he decided to say, and I quote, "You want to go to the league, so school's not your priority. We not tripping off school." We not dumb. We know how to learn. We don't need school. And school not even teaching you shit. What the fuck is school? This is literally his quote in GQ <laughs> magazine. Um, I mean. You got to be a lodo to me because I think that these young kids, just because y'all getting a little bit of money on social media and all these little side ventures, you cannot go into the world not having any education. I think it's just very ignorant for him to make that type of comment because again and again we say that when you are given the opportunity to have a certain type of platform like you do an athlete and you're well known because they had a reality show at one point, yep. okay? And they were famous for being the three brothers who are all playing basketball. Right. And okay, lucky you, it worked for you. Yep. Luckily for you, all your... Pr- the his parents literally, you know, bred them to play basketballs. Exactly. Right? They came out from the womb. They put a basketball in their hand. And it's like, okay, this is the future. This is the life we want y'all to have. But not every kid has that opportunity. Not every kid will have a parent who's able to play and practice some sports with them every single day so you can get an NBA. Some kids will get injured, okay? Right. Some kids would just not make it. Some, you know, so for you to make it, to just say who needs education, education is not going to do shit for you just because you got so lucky and you you were blessed to be able to play basketball is is it's completely ignorant. Yeah, people gotta stop comparing themselves to the exception and start comparing themselves to the rule. Yeah. Like this whole notion that nobody need education and you could do this, this, that, and the other. I also feel like I just I just don't like that people act like only edu- the only thing education is useful for is for job security. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you really should be just a worldly person. Like, you really should just learn stuff. Yeah. You should know things about certain things because it's just going to come up in life. It just helps make you a well-rounded person. It helps you understand people's perspective if you have a knowledge about these things. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. This idea that people just, every single day, they just got to wake up and get money and don't got to worry about shit is just the weirdest concept to me. And there are some athletes that have left playing football and have gone back to school, okay? The yes. athletes, this is one football player. He's now a neurosurgeon, yeah. okay? So it's like uh, he went back to education, right? Because when this football, basketball life stopped working for you, especially if it stops working for you at an early age, like you're in your 30s and you're not getting these contract deals, no sponsorship, nothing, because that's where a lot of them get their money. It's just yeah. sponsorship. You don't have this money anymore. You have to find a way to to. to to um, provide for your family and yourself, right? And quite frankly, if you don't have to get an education, you're going to lose your sponsorship deals because you're going to say stupid shit like, like the this. baby said mm-hmm. and, and feel like, and not know, right? Because just imagine if somebody would have went to school and, and understood what um, the Stonewall riots were. Yeah. Right? That's something that you learn. Mm-hmm. And you know how, how hard gay rights are was fought for in this country and you know what it is so then you start learning oh i can't say certain stuff yeah. because now i see the parallel now i've learned about something else in this country that i can relate to yeah yeah and that's just the thing i just hate when people get on these platforms and keep teaching our young kids that they don't need to learn because no other race does that no matter mm-hmm. how no matter how rich their figures are no other race blatantly tell these kids you don't need school you don't need to do this fuck this shit fuck no other race does that we be the only race trying to tell our kids that we don't need to follow the rules of success we just yeah. be trying to be the exception yeah yeah 
Very unfortunate. It's Very just, unfortunate. Yeah. But let's switch over to talk about our care for the culture. Care for the culture is Naomi Osaka. Um, and she's care for the culture because she said that she is going to donate all the prize money from the tournament to Haiti relief efforts. As you know, Haiti just went through another earthquake. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been saying they've been going through so much stuff for so many years. So the fact that she's donating all her money this I think this is care for the culture. That's amazing, you know, to put the country, to put other people before her, mm-hmm. to put other people before her own pleasure, her own needs. Because she could use that money to buy her a brand new car, a brand new house or something. Own but country. to say that I'm going to use this to help people in need, a whole country in need, I think that is admirable. I do love how Naomi holds down her Haitian side of her family. Because yeah. it's like, she didn't grow up there, you know? Yeah. And she's half Haitian. But she still tries to stay connected. And I think that that is part of the cross-cultured brand in a yeah. way. Uh, at least, you know, I'll say for myself, no, too. completely. Because it's like, you know, as, as a kid that didn't necessarily grow up in the country yeah. that I'm from, it's, you know, you do always still feel that little connection. Like, yeah. damn, you know, I care for that. I care for those people. Because these are my people. At That's the, the origin of, the of your blood. Yeah. So yeah. it is beautiful to see that, like, she still be holding them down. P-O-P. And I like that she holds down her Asian side, too. You Equally. know, people, you know, hold that against her. And it's just like, if you're biracial... I feel like you don't have to pick one. You know, you're equally both, especially if you come from a family or background where both of them are acknowledged, you know, are praised exactly. and you are raised in both. Come on now. That's and like then- asking me to pick between America, Nigeria, and Portugal. <laughs> if you know, you know. No comments. No comments. I ain't taking away your culture from you. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm a triple citizen. I know. I'm foreign. Okay. All right. So, y'all, let's get into our main topic for the day. So, if you're on social media and just, I feel like this just be going on for a little bit too long, you know, different podcasts, different people, bloggers, celebrities, men have been asking, what do women bring to the table? Right. What do women bring to the table? And now we're asking, what's our question that we're asking, Dami? Well, you know what? Here it is, is, you know, I'm so tired of thinking about what do men want me to bring to the table. I think we need to refocus our thoughts, ladies. What do we want men to bring to the table? Yeah. You know, just even thinking about it, I think a big problem in our dating life and our dating careers, half the time is we don't know what we want. (laughs) For real. Like, if you really sit here right now and think of four things that you need from a man. What would they be? Money. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. Any woman that says she don't think about money, she a lie. Okay? And it just depends on the level which you think about money. Like, right. if you're a gold digger, that's a different whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a gold digger, but you got to have some money in your pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, money must come. Yeah, money and security. Now, people might say money and security may be the same, but I feel like no, not it's different. really. It's, it's different, different. You know, because you mm-hmm. could be married to a rich man but not have security. Yeah. You know, you could be married to a rich man and not have money in your own pocket. Yep. You may not know what to marry may look like because yep. he's just out there, you know? So I'll say money, mm-hmm. security, um, responsibility. Okay. I need a man that's responsible. Mm. And knows the meaning of being responsible. No, okay. that's facts. That's facts. I mean, men be trying to run away from the responsibility in every aspect, yeah, in whatever aspect. Yes. It is. So I, for me, it's responsibility. Own up to it. Yep. And lastly, I mean, love, of course. Mm. You know, you need someone to adore you and Dior love you. Me, hold me, something, something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so like, what about you? What are your four things? Four things. I mean, I agree with those four things for sure. Um, I definitely need. I mean, security, stability is the same thing. Because yeah. I'm going to say stability. Uh, for sure, money. You know, money got to... Because for me, I'm going to have money. Because I'm going to say, I have, I have some little money in my pocket. You know what so. I'm saying? So it don't make sense for me to be with somebody that don't equally, like, is not about that like me. Um, definitely, I need them to have... Um, what's the word? Like, I want them to be a open person. Okay. And like, open in what sense? Open in like open to free what? thinker, like okay. just always able to see the other side, always able to 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 like 
think of the next thing, the next plan. Like somebody that's never going to have us stuck. I need somebody that's always about us growing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When we're down bad, when we feel like our wall, our backs are against the wall, I need a man to see like that window is open over there. Yeah. Like don't be no, oh my, I ain't get the job. Now we stuck. Yeah. Like don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grow. Yeah. Um. And what else? What's the other thing you said? I know that accountability, responsibility, love, romance. I need those things. Okay. So what do we think men bring to the table? I think to men, when, to men, what they need or what they see as a man that they should bring to the table is money. Right. Right. Like I'm paying the bills up in here. Okay. I pay the electricity bill. I pay the rent. Right. And that's really what they really rely on. And that's what kind of defines them as a man. You know, mm-hmm. that's their own definition of manhood. Like, I have money. I'm paying the bills. You know, no matter how small the house or big the house is, every man has that level of ego where it's like, well, I'm the one paying the bills. You exactly. Know what I mean? So for them, they feel like if that's all you bring, that's it. And as, as we've mentioned, yeah, we want money. Yes. But it's just some other things that has to align, that has to come with the money. Because the money yes. is just never going to be enough. I feel like if it's a good man, I'll say what he's bringing to the table is partnership. Yeah. And I think that I've been learning that more and more as I've been, like, getting older and experiencing dating in different lenses. Like, I need partnership. Yeah. I need somebody that don't just tell me what to do. I need somebody that, like, tells me what we need to do. Yeah. So that we can both work towards it. Like, I, I cannot deal with... You know, I get it that the man is a head, neck, all of that, head, neck, shoulders, <laughs> all of that. But I just feel like just don't make a move without me. Like, I just, I need to know that we're in this together. I agree. Um, I was watching a reality show, and this lady, she wanted to buy a Rolex, so she called her husband. And she's like, hey, baby, it's okay for me to buy a Rolex. Mm. And, you know, and she got some, you know. Backlash. Backlash, and like, oh, you have to call your husband, whatever, whatever. That's a big purchase, baby. Exactly. And I'm, I kind of agree with her calling her husband. Yeah, that's right? a big purchase. Because she's like, whenever we make big purchases like yeah. that, and that's, it varies on people's income. Some of them said, okay. if I'm making a, a big purchase more than 10K, I'm calling my man. Hell yeah. Okay? If it's more than 5K, based on what you guys' bank account looks like. Okay. And she said, vice versa. Like, don't just go buy a car without, and you show up like, baby, unless it's a surprise for me. <laughs> okay? But don't just buy a car and be like, oh, baby, yeah, this is my new Mercedes. No, I'm going to look at you I'll like, be mad as hell. Um, excuse you, from which account? Even though you got your account, but it's still like. Uh, it's like that's how you spending the money. Like I'm just gonna feel like no. We we both have to know this, and you know, likewise, if I want to make a major purchase, I would ask my man too. Mm-hmm. You know, so partnership, partnership, like, partnership, and it's just and then, yeah, I just think that I need a man to bring to the table, um, protection. Okay, okay, because I think that. That's another thing that I think as I've gotten older, I've learned that I want and need more. And what does protection mean for you? Is it protection like someone's about to break in a house, I need you to be there to, like, fight the burglars off? That part, too. Okay. But, like, I just need to feel that, like, I'm always safe with you. Mm. Mm. Like, I need to feel that when I'm with you, I'm going to be a little bit safer. Yeah. Be that a guy is... Coming on to me, I know you're going to stand there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, just as women, I feel like a lot of the time, people don't even know. Like, I barely roll my, walk, drive my windows down anymore because mm-hmm. I'd be so afraid. Like, what if somebody just roll up and try to get in my car? And, I mean, that happens. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, but if I was with my man, I would I would roll my windows down because yeah, yeah. he there. Like, yeah, yeah. so I need that level of protection. I need to feel safe. And also, like, speaking of protection, I think it's possible to be with a man that you feel protected physically but emotionally spiritually you don't feel protected yes and that's what what i need too yes like it's like you know i've been with people i'm like okay i know he buff i know he could fight you know i know he got a gun he could do whatever but it's my heart protected is my heart safe with you period it's not it's it's, it's like can i be fragile can i be a woman because i think we don't get to talk about that real quick so you're saying being a woman is fragile no like not like that, but like, you know, can I just have like those girly feels? Like can I be I, soft and feminine? Can I be soft and feminine? Because it's like, especially being from Chicago, I feel like we're definitely a little bit more. And I think black women as a whole, you yeah. know, this past era we made because, you know, a lot, of the t- a lot of the times our men are not in their home. You know, whether they're in jail or whatever the case may be, they're not there for us. And, you know, 
real quick, the concept of provider, being a provider is not just providing financially, yeah. but providing every other aspect. Yes. So a lot of times, a lot of women, black women especially, grew up without a father, you without know? a lot. Or without having a decent partner, you know? So we definitely do feel like we have to be hard, which now... Younger black men complain about women our age that, oh, we always feel like we have to be masculine and we have to be hard and we like, you know, I could go head to head with you, whatever, whatever, which it shouldn't have to be like that. It's like they don't even know how hard I just be trying to guard my feelings. Yeah. I just don't want to get hurt. Like, that's just it. Like, we just. just, I ain't trying to be in competition with you. Like, if you really. If you got about it, it. Baby, you could lead the way. I be ready to be like, sure. I just, I really do. I think that's such a misconception mm-hmm. too. Like, I don't think people understand how submissive most strong women want to be. Yeah. Um, because we gotta be strong everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere else, I gotta be. You know, I'm a teacher. I'm a this. Mm-hmm. I'm a that. Like, I feel like I have to be a strong ass black woman everywhere else. And with yeah. my man, I really just want to be like a baby. Yeah. Like I really just want to be like be a woman. Yeah. Like I, I really do be on all of that type of time. So I just need all of that. Um, and a man, and you know what? Quite as kept, I think that a man does need to bring a certain aspect of usefulness. Like of the course. way that men be like, if a woman don't cook or clean, you know what I'm saying? It's just even if you don't expect that from me, you expect it from me. Yeah. Right? And I feel that way about men. Like, if you not Changing my light bulbs and taking, you know, doing a little, taking my garbage out, putting some gas in uh, my car. Like, I just, what are you bringing to the I didn't the realize table? how taking the garbage out is, like, it's so important to you because I don't take yes. the garbage out. So, it's just, like, I can't imagine taking out the garbage anymore because I'm just, like, it's, it's a whole, that's a man's job. Girl. I mean, not to be, like, you know, double standards. You you know, I could also take my garbage out. But it's, it's certain things that definitely applies more to men. You yes. know, like, this is broken. You know, it's a little bug right here. Can you get it? You Unclog know? the sink. Yes. The toilet. It yes. be little stuff. Like, yeah. thank you for doing it. And I know that with guys, it be little stuff that you're like, damn, I would not have known what to do with this soup, this rice, and this nothing that I have. Because yeah. women, we know what to do. If it ain't shit in the house, I know how to grab the la- the corner of the cabinet and make yeah. it into a meal. Yeah. That's yeah. what I know yeah. how to do as a woman. Yeah. And you appreciate that because you would have never known how to do that. You would have just eat, ate some damn cereal. So do you think, you know, the same things that we're requiring, we're saying that we want men to give us, do you think the same thing they want from us? But them really asking this question. Because, you know, a lot of men say, you know, they say, Oh, what do women bring to the table? Y'all don't bring nothing to the table besides ass. I think everybody wants to be catered to. Yeah. That's the thing that we all just are afraid to say yeah. because it sounds some way. I think everybody wants to feel catered to. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. There's nothing like feeling like somebody cares about me so much that they're willing to do for me. Yeah, yeah. And I think that men are looking for that from women Do you as think well. men care that what? A woman has multiple degrees and she has this amount in her bank account that she drives this type of car. Do you think men care about those things? No, if it doesn't serve them. That's true. I don't think men really be caring. I think that. Not as much as we do. They don't care about those things as much as we do. Because it's like, for them, it's like, you can have all of that anyway. But if you my woman, you weren't going to do, I was going to handle what I could handle for us. Like yeah. men, a real man that really care about you and want to do for you. He wants you to be living as cool as possible. Like, he doesn't want you to worry about, like, just making our life comfortable. He don't want you to worry about all the stress of working and this, this, that, and the other. Like, he just is like, okay, what else? What can we do? Like, I'll do all of that. I'll do all that hard shit. Just, I just don't want to cook and clean when I get home. Yeah. And quite frankly, you know, y'all follow our Instagram page because we posted a reel, all right? And we asked the question, what do y'all want? So, y'all please follow and comment. Um, but I said that I believe that just like how women are our main thing that we say you want is, you know, um, security and finances. I think a lot, of, a lot of it boils down to sex with men, you know, because I've had, as you said, too, we've had conversations with men asking them. Yes. And all just kind of said, I just want some ass. Like literally said, I just want some food and I just want some. And that's why vagina. a lot of men end up with shitty women, you know what I mean? Because that's the main thing they are yep. looking for. Like, for nonsense. What's this, the basketball player with Bondu Brittany, you know? Because obviously he was just looking at her ass. 
Oh yeah, you know, I mean, and not obviously we know that women offer more than ass, and a man should look for more than ass. Oh, for sure, you know. But I feel like you know the core of a man, and we just talk about man cheating. You know, the core of a man is for them to be satisfied sexually Uh and satisfied the hunger both ways, whether it's food or vagina. They say don't ever let your man leave the house hungry or horny. True, that is the saying. Actually, I agree. I agree. I believe in that. You can. I agree. I I completely because you do see the difference. Yeah, you definitely see the difference between a man that is starving out here and a man that is well fed and both ways. Both ways. (laughs) (laughs) They really be different. It's a lot of feeding. I agree. Wow, what does that mean? (laughs) What do you mean? It's a lot of feeding. I'm just saying, as a woman, it could be a lot of feeding. You're cooking. You know, you're sweating under the, under the pan and they are sweating on the bed. It's a lot. Wow. It could be it could be a lot of times. I'm just talking. Mm. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, I think that's what I want from a man. Like security. Like you just you got to have a G. I I I, I can never be with someone who have you been with someone that did not give you those things? Hell <laughs> did not. And why? Because he wasn't trash as an individual. And why were you with someone that didn't give you those things? Like, because did you leave I, after you realized you weren't getting those things? I don't think I realized what I needed. Mm. You know, I think that um, that's another thing. As we get older, you know, not to get too deep, but there's a reason that there's a kiddie table and there's an adult table. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of the time before, I was sitting at the kiddie table. Mm. So I had kiddie table requirements. I used to just want an attractive man. I wanted, uh, you know, a cool nigga. I don't know, a little dumb. I can't even think of the stupid shit that I would require of men Mm. before. Versus now, I feel like I'm sitting at the adult table. Like, I'm looking for things that are so much more internal. Things that feed my spirit. So, did this come, like, with age, with experience? What moment? How did you know that, okay, I'm looking for more in a man? I think when I started getting more from a guy... Okay. Damn, I'm trying to run my on this. <laughs> See, no one said this, but you're the one that's bringing up there. Is that something? No. Mm. Let me not. Just, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, in general, when I left my former relationship that was horrible, mm-hmm. um, I started exploring and dating different type of guys. And I started realizing, like, oh, like this. This is what's out there. This is what's out there. And this is how people treat people that they're really actually invested in. So then I started understanding that, like, oh, I was definitely getting less than before mm-hmm. um so sometimes you have to be shown yeah you know and, and i think as black black men always talk a lot about what it feel like to do this and what it feel like to do that but we don't talk enough about the traumas we go through as black women and how hard it is a lot of these black men they go gone leave black women alone and and that's a trauma for us you know as everybody knows i'm a kid that didn't grow up with my dad my dad mm-hmm. died when I was 16 and even before that, I wasn't living with my father. So I can imagine that makes it harder for you to know what to expect or what to look for in a man. Yeah, I just feel like I was completely lost. And mm. I don't think that men give us enough of that grace. Mm. You know, they just be, they so quick to say, ah, you got daddy issues, you got this, you got that. But it's like, shit, you do too. And ours look different. Men can have daddy issues too. Men have daddy issues. Yeah. And it just looks different. You know, like the overcompensation they feel and a lot of shit, like that's why a lot of black men don't know how to be partners because mm-hmm. they're so used to seeing one person carry the load, mm-hmm. be it their mom or you know what I'm saying. They just so used to seeing one shit. I agree. That's because you know with the comments when people when they people when the the comment was going around that what do women bring to the table? Someone commented that. This young man who are asking women this, how come y'all don't ask your mama this? Right? Yeah. Because, you know, obviously, we see celebrities and people, whenever they're successful, they say, oh, I thank my mama. Even regular guys say, my mom was the one who did all this because yeah. my dad wasn't there. And it's like, the reason why you won't ask your mama is the reason why you won't ask the woman, a, a woman you're dating. Because obviously, your mama brought everything to the table and the table that you ate on, okay, the bed that you slept on. Exactly. You know, the, she brought every single thing. You It'd know? be that same shit that they look for in a woman that they swear, like, oh, my mom used to sit with us and do homework. My mom cooked dinner for us. My mom cleaned. And if a woman says, I do those things and mm-hmm. that's what I was doing, they'll be like, you weren't doing shit. You just was in the house. Yeah. So it's like, and also, man, don't expect your partner, your wife, to be your mama, too. Please. Because I think they also t- tend to get that misconstrued, too. Like, oh, my mama did this and did this, did that. And There's it's at like, least a 30-year difference, honey. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I'm, see, I'm not your mama. 
Okay, times have changed. Yes, times womanhood have and motherhood of before. Yep, the price of yesterday is not today's price. Yep, yep, Simple. yep, yep. I I totally agree. But yeah, girl, I'm not. I don't feel like I don't. I don't feel like we're asking for a lot from men. You know, I think those are the bases. Like, if you're a good man, it should not be an issue for you to provide those things. Again, I'm not a gold digger. You know, yeah. I'm not that type of woman who pressure or force a man to do things or to be at a level where he's not yet at. You know, exactly. I, I think as a woman, you also should know where your man is at. Where he's at. Okay, don't compare him to his friends, his rich friends, and be like, well. Your rich friend brought his wife a Bentley. Okay. How come I'm driving a Corolla? You, you, you know, you have to know what level you at. Um, but, yeah, I'm not asking for a lot. Just give me some security. So, also, real quick, you know, we said men's main thing is food and sex. Can that also apply to women? Money and sex. Okay. It's not food, but it's definitely, like, if you, you know, providing, like, Financial security okay. and the dick is—I mean—and sex is good. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is the dick now. I don't want to be super explicit, but like, <laughs> and it's like super bomb. Then it's like, women do want to be satisfied hell too. Yeah, yeah, it's like, woo, I'm head over heels at this point. <laughs> okay, <man. laughs> okay. Oh, that's how it be. It be like you paying my bills and um, I'm satisfied. Ooh. <laughs> They shaking the table. <laughs> right. Shaking the table. That is very true. No, but I require more substance than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it has to be more than. I think that's why a lot of women, you know, you know, so especially when you see a lot of celebrity women divorced, you know, it's like, yeah, they had the money, you know. Yeah, and they had the a fine se- man. I'm sure the sex was probably decent, but after a while, it's kind of like, okay, there's a gray area, and it's just a larger gray area, and it's, it's, it's missing something. Yeah, and it's just kind of like when, honestly, when all those other components are missing, the sex can only do so much. Come on. Sex like, of 20, 30 minutes. After that, I, yeah, I'm like, okay, what's damn, next? 20, 30 minutes is getting that far for you? Well, what you saying? You saying it's just 10 minutes for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to understand where we go. You saying it's just five if minutes? To be honest, it's giving 15. Oh, really? It would be factual. I mean, that's... Everybody's stamina is different. You know, everyone's... Damn, you say it. <laughs> Everybody requirements is... Requirements is different. Whether from the guy or the woman's side. Okay. But, you know, this also includes foreplay. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. But I'm just saying, just mm. in the general aspect. Okay. okay, let's say... Let's go by your own standard. Okay. You said 10 minutes. I didn't say 10. <laughs> I said 15. <laughs> okay, extra five minutes. Whoa. No, it matters. <laughs> it matters. <laughs> that five minutes be. Whoa, that's a, the five minutes be hitting. It be that last. That's the angle. The final the five. final stretch. <laughs> that last goal. I'm telling you, it's a goal. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay. Erica flexing though. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> she's trying to act like she don't know that five minutes be seeming like 20 at no, the end. No, I agree. That agree. final stretch. So 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, that's my truth. <laughs> okay, my logic, 15 minutes. Damn, what was I saying? You were saying um, how, what do we require as women? Like if some women. That's same. Well, that's where you left yeah. off. Then we started laughing. Because we were saying oh, okay, that's how okay, women okay, Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, so even after that 15... Because I've been there before where it's like, mm-hmm. the sex is like, whoa, and you literally feel like you're on cloud nine. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, this is good. But after a while, like, after that 15 minutes of sex, you know, maybe let's add an extra five, ten minutes of you being in the moment, basking in it, and the <laughs> glory and all that. You do me. You know, because you're, you're in the bed, you're looking, you know, you're chilling, like, ooh, fantasizing, <laughs> you just... You were cuddling and, and oh, this is good, babe. But after that, reality sets sets in. Like, okay, I gotta get up and get the baby. Okay, I gotta I, I gotta get up and cook. I gotta get up and clean. Yeah. Okay, I need to pay this bill. You get that reminder. I yeah. you have to do this or whatever. So it's like if those other things are not adding up, yeah, it'd be like I gotta go to work. This yeah. is fun. Yeah, but. and that's how you know. I think I always mention how I did it. Some man that was really angry, and this is like after that little 15 minutes it's kind of like it sets in like i don't even like you what do you have what, what am i getting yeah like, it's all you have to offer if, really you know so even though you know as men as women we have a core things that we do need 
deep down, we still need those extra add-ons. Yeah. Those add-on services to make it whole. For real. Like yeah. my phone bill. Yeah. Because that phone bill be some. Okay. Let it be worth it. No data breaches over here. Yep. Well, guys. <laughs> I mean, I think we've talked about the table. We've set the table. Yeah. We've cleaned up the table. We've yeah. rearranged the table. Yeah. Yeah. And my advice to everybody is, you know, find somebody that you wouldn't mind having a long dinner with. You know what? I'll keep that as the quote of the day. Oh. I'll give it to you. I like that. Oh. Yeah, a long dinner. Definitely. Shit, a lifelong dinner. Lifelong meals. Yeah. Find yeah. your last supper. Yep. Well, damn, you made it spiritual. Last oh, supper. I forgot. You know I'm not Christian. It's not spiritual. It's me. No, I'm just saying last supper. Oh, oh my okay. God. This is fun. But yeah, y'all, um, that's pretty much it. Um, don't forget to follow us on our social media, okay? For cross sure. X Cult, cross X Cultured Podcast. Yes. Um, also, our personal social media, Erica Mona, E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. And at damn it fine, damn I'm fine, at D-A-M underscore I'm fine. Awesome. Thank you, guys. And this is Cross Cultured. I'm a lasso, 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 I'm a